Hey, welcome back to the Nigerian Filmmaker, a podcast about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Selegot. I would like to say Happy New Year to all of you, my loyal listeners and supporters. I have missed you a whole lot. I had to be away because I was shooting my feature film, Charlie and the Boys, and also, you know, doing the post-production for that and the post-production for my web series called Finding Idara. Um, these are two projects that I can't wait to share with you guys. So um, stay tuned and I'll update you as we have like more concrete um, days for the release of this project. During this break, I was seriously like thinking of ways that I can improve um, the experience of this podcast for you guys and also, you know, boost interactions. So as a result of that, um, the podcast will be undergoing a few changes from tomorrow the 28th of january 2022 um the podcast will have a new cover art we also have a new website the nigerfilmmaker.com the current website is quite basic um we're working on a more robust one that you know serves you a lot better in terms of um information and um, relevant links we're also working on a newsletter and um, once this is ready, I'll let you guys know. So one of the few changes to the podcast is that you can now support the podcast. Um, there's a paystack link in the description of each episode. And um, if you go to the website, the Niger Filmmaker, you also find a link where you can support. I would love it if you guys can rate and review the podcast on your favorite listening platforms and yeah you can also share with your tribe i feel um everybody could possibly find something in all the episodes i've published don't hesitate to tell us ways in which we can improve the listening experience for you um, i'm really looking forward to interacting with a lot of you this um, season and um you know with all the new features and um, resources that the podcast will be bringing this season once um you know they are ready i'll be sure to make announcements so back to the reason for this episode um 2022 is a brand new year and is you know a time that people set new year resolutions and also just reassess um life so far and how they do things so what i did is i went back and um, listened to all the episodes i ever published and I basically uh, made a compilation about how to improve Nollywood based on what our guests um, said. I hope you enjoy it. If it's that you're just, you know, looking for business ideas to solve based on the different issues plaguing Nollywood, or you're just looking for inspiration, I know you'll definitely get something from this episode. If you're a new listener, you're welcome, and I hope you enjoy. So yes, if I had to fix it, it would be those channels, you know, first, the money, where is it coming from? You know, how are we funding our own projects? How are we making sure it's an ecosystem? How are we making sure everything else pays for it? It would mean figuring out our distribution online, web TV, you know, figuring out like, you know, how the money works because it needs to go back into the industry, sustain the industry yeah. and sustain the people in the industry. It needs to be tight, just like the way you know, they have it over there in, in Bollywood. And if the money is short, now the question is, how can we determine which projects that are solid and deserve this backing? 
uh, because it's already there, right? I don't, uh, I'm saying this because people like me, now that's why I'm doing Bambiala online for this There's funding. One thing I always look at is the economics of things. So, so why is it that Africa is a, a very poor continent? And really, when I say poor continent, looking at it in terms of GDP, I mean, the GDP of, if you, if you look at where France is, the GDP of France is not a very, very big country. You know, why should that country have a GDP that is more than the whole of Africa? And they even have change, self to put that plenty change, not even small change. Hmm. You know, it's it's because we are not creating and selling to the world. You know? So there's one thing I would like to see is us breaking those barriers to take our content. I mean, our contents have gone across the world, but filmmakers are not really reaping a lot of benefit from it. So if we can increase value for our content and the filmmaker makes more money then we can increase the amount of money that we would use in making our movies and create and and also employ more people and build you know um and and build um an industry you know that would that would be very very powerful i think we need to take more time with our stories as I said, there's so much potential, and I, a lot of I've I've seen a lot of stories like, you know, stories with great potential just go to waste because yeah. we wanted to make this film quickly. You know, I understand the excitement as a writer. You know, when an idea comes to you and it's just it's it's just there, you're you're so excited you can't wait for it to be out. You want it to you want to dump it on the paper immediately. Yeah. It's, that's not how it works. It's just that's just the first part of it. So I feel like we need to take more time with our stories. Appreciation for the talent. I would really love that to improve. I would really, really love that to improve because see, there's nothing till today. I'm still one of the people saying when I blow. You get. Yeah. And it's not about blowing and becoming famous. But my own blow is there's a, I know that there's a spot, there's a, there's a leverage point where somebody's not going to come and tell me that they need me to do a job because, and they would, they don't need to pay me or they need to pay me scrums because of exposure. We just need to come together more and create these stories and, you know, be able to hold each other accountable. I think like that's like, you know, the big thing. I think that we need to sort out regulations. I think that, um, I mean, there's we have all these guilds, actors guilds, directors guilds, producers guilds, etc., etc. But I think that it needs to be better regulated. Uh, the education part, and by education, I mean everybody that needs to be educated. If you want to be part of the industry, you need to be properly educated for it. Yeah. If you are a parent or guardian supporting someone that needs to be that needs to or wants to enter the industry, you need to be educated to know and support, you understand? Um, their dreams are not useless and they know exactly what they want. So you need to be educated enough to know what they're trying to do so you can support them adequately. Uh, clients need to be educated on, on the craft. You know, it's not beans. You don't just lick the screen and the thing will come up. It is work. It is a lot a lot of work, you know. So just basic basic education about the whole thing or for all people, you know, for everybody.
The most important thing for me is process. Okay, the industry, to be honest, I don't even know if to say if we are growing as an industry. I think that individuals are growing, but the industry is not growing, you know, and it's it's, it's a sort of an, an anomaly. It's an imbalance, right? Yeah. So the industry is not growing for a couple of reasons. One, there is no process, you know, um, people just do things anyhow. You know, um, there's no process for pro- for development. Uh-huh. There's no process for production. There's no process for pre-production. I mean, there's no pro- all the aspects of production. There's no process for distribution. You know, so in the end, the industry is leaving a lot of money on the table, and the industry is being shortchanged a lot. I feel like. Um, um, Nollywood is is getting better when it comes to production and everything, but the stories are still very okay. What are we reading? Everybody is focusing on oh, let the lighting look this way, let the directing look this way. But the stories, we need more. We need deeper stories. We need more meaningful stories. So what I want to do is kind of try to dig up these things. I feel like maybe we overlook certain ways we can get stories. There are so many stories in Nigeria. There are so many stories, true life stories. Like you can just randomly see somebody on the street and ask them, like, how did you get here? Well, dig out stories. I feel like we're not doing that enough. Yeah. So I feel like production-wise, we're getting, we're, we're moving. But when it comes to the story, the scripting, well, there's, we have a long way to go. Personally, I think we should treat our crew better. Yeah. Uh, as a producer... I feel like we don't treat our crew. In fact, the, the sad one for me is when I hear people work and they don't get paid. Yeah. And and we all know how hectic a film set is. I mean, if you if you spent all the money to pay the artist, why weren't you thinking about the crew member when you were thinking of? I mean, it, the film process itself is not only about the actor. Yeah. It's not about. It's not only about. Do you understand? I feel if there's anything I really, really strongly want to change is we need better treatment of our crew members. I feel like we need to understand, I mean, those of us that play in that space, in creative industries, I mean, producers, directors, cameramen, we need to understand that production value is not just about the actors. So the fact that I have like a big actor in my film, that's not the only thing that will make that film, that should make that film sell. Mm. You know, your type of equipment, your storytelling technique, you know, your screenwriting, your set design, your props, your cinematography, all of these things come together to add production value. So it's not just about churning out large quantity of film. I think to a very large extent, we are getting the technical part of filmmaking right. Yeah. But there is a lacking in the way we tell stories with the camera and the uh, the performance mm. of some of the characters. Um, another thing that I would really like to see improved is the production design, yeah. the art direction of our film. There is a lot that I think can change in the Nigerian sector, film sector. One of which is 
for the directors, you must decide which side of the table you are on. Are you a financially driven director or an impact driven director? Yeah. Whatever side you take will influence any other decision you take afterwards. If you're an impact driven director, then I think you should be yielding towards breathing new faces, changing the narrative. But if you're financially driven, then you can damn the consequences and forget the whole global film language. We don't need it. Mm. Just need to make your money from a labor market and you get out. I think for the most, I would like to change the concept of um, a production thinking that because you've hired me for this job, I am somewhat a slave to you, thereby making me work 24 hours a day and you never pay me overtime. Yeah. And sometimes some productions do not even offer any apologies. There is no Oh, hi, guys. I really understand that I stressed you all out, you know, this past um, few days. Please, I appreciate your efforts. I know this is not how we're supposed to work. I appreciate you guys. And I, I, I hope, you know, um, we, we don't shoot like this anymore or something, you know, say something. Be, you know, I mean, I'm not your slave because you're paying you. You're not paying me to work 24 hours a day. Yeah, definitely. You don't work 24 hours a day. So why do you want me to work 24 hours a day? Research. I remember back a um, couple of years back, we were doing um, a story on uh, Queen Amina of Zaza. Yeah. We went into like an intensive research, even though they, they, we haven't made a film yet, but we had like a, com we had to travel to Zaria a couple of times. We had to go to a lot of libraries to go and find a lot of things about Queen Amina to be able to write the script. And when the script came out, it was really beautiful. It was really nice. So research is very, very important. Basically, what we should be focusing on is to improve uh, the quality of skill. And then uh, we need governments to do the other one. We need to improve and have more avenues for distribution of films. Yeah. Let's start with characters, then we'll sort out sound and origins. If you say characters, I, I would say sound. Like, just because you're right, in general, I want characters and our character motivations. Those are two things I think we need to we need to tighten up. Because like, earlier, sorry, just earlier, you gave an example of um, if someone's writing an astronaut, right? Yeah. And then they forget to research, uh, you know, about the life of an astronaut. I feel, I feel like... The problem we tend to have with Hollywood is those, they get an astronaut, and then the only thing about this person is astronauting. <laughs> right? So, this person, this character is a lover. That's the only thing we know about this person now oh. is this person is a lover. The person is not a character, the person is just that particular plot point, and that's how the person carries on like that. And top priority should be um, trying to still make that foundation where other people can grow from because we are still uh, an industry lacking in, in structure, lacking in some crucial or concrete foundation. I think when we can put all these things in place, then then, then everything will begin to come together nicely and it will it will it will it will go it will it, it will also help in our development, it will help um, later in the future. You get so I think we should try and put structures and foundations in place. Associations, important associations, 
in place so that people can grow, the industry can grow too as well. So I think if if, if we can start doing that, we've started, I guess. So but yeah. it will still take a lot of work to get to that level you get. So we should continue working to put the right things in place so that everybody will be happy at the end of the day and the industry will grow. I would say it would be great for people to, um, you know, um, have more avenues to, um, more avenues to uh, ex- exhibit their work. You know, um, whether it's whether it's Netflix or other um, video pl- platforms, because it's really hard for people to get their content seen. I mean, most people make their films, aim for cinema, and then after cinema, it disappears. You know, now that they- Netflix it's great because that seems to be the avenue everybody goes towards but it would be great to have more avenues for people more platforms for people to showcase their work I don't appreciate the clicks I don't I don't I see that we're at that phase where um, it's the same old same old you're not making you're not giving room to the new and you're not making room for talent Um, I hate that I am not very proud of the fact that, um, to a large extent, till now, a lot of creative people, talented people, do not get the their flowers, um, do not get the shots, do not get the shots at, you know, featuring in proper lead roles and all of that. It's still that culture of, to a large extent, that culture of who you know and your long leg. I hate. Yeah. I totally do not respect that. What we we need to think about, and what even personally I'm trying to learn that by force because it's not enough to be creative, it's not enough to know your onions as a filmmaker. You have to understand that if you want to make a career in film or to make this industry bigger than it is, we have to think about film as business. That is what it is. We have to look at it as work and not hobbies. Because especially with young filmmakers like myself, we look at it. Uh, sometimes we see film as, okay, come together and make film and go home. We don't think about long term. We don't think about um, how do we preserve this film? How do we preserve this as a business venture, as something that forever and ever would live and then also generate income. I would just probably say better stories closer to the reality of the lived Nigerian just because I yeah at a certain point I mean if you see film as entertainment but I think film could also be therapeutic and in that can be more helpful to people's lives so I think in just yeah giving the stories more respect. We are an industry with diverse people hundreds and hundreds of different filmmakers with different backgrounds why we try to tell the same story when there's stories abounding all around the country we try to tell the same story why why are we doing that you know so for me it's story which is dependent on distribution and cowardice to be honest because if you're brave enough you gotta make the film that you want to make and like fuck everybody this is the film i want to make i think structure 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 of everything um from actor's point of view um compensation like there's no it, it's like <laughs> whatever you're going to get paid is subject to the production yeah there's no universal payment structure or compensation structure or whatnot um then also 
things like royalties you know they need to become normalized you know you see people on big shows actors on big shows um, they are done with the show but the show keeps running some of these shows get dubbed into other languages but the, the actor has been paid and be paid off one off payments and they're not able to feed off or get from the success of the film yeah. going forward you know um, we need more cinema screens and we need more diversity um, in the cinemas um, um, I wish there was more spaces that were dedicated to the type of films that um, um, I'm making or, or CJ is making art house films, so to speak. Yeah. Again, developing the culture of diverse cinema is something, is a world I, I, I would love to see exist within the industry. Um, I think the industry is doing quite fine right now, but they, they could it could do better in terms of its diversity of um, films being made and films being presented. Our major problem is us as a people. Yeah. Um, we like yeah we need to deal with us. We need to find who we are. We need to figure out our identity as a people. Yeah. And yeah, and we need to work on our knowledge knowledge level yeah because with every person that i work with um i realize that this are our forming it can only be expressed with how much knowledge you have there's nothing like there's no magic that wants to be done mm. what is your exposure level you know yeah. like i told you with you know going to durban and going to waga film lab and then just basically traveling to all these other spaces where you experience other cultures, other types of cinemas and yeah. storytelling. So you can only give what you, you fed yourself yeah. with. And I I realized, first of all, as a people, we're not a thinking people. That's as Nigerians. So, mm -hmm. so we don't like, we don't, it's not even an insult. This one is just facts. We don't, we're, we're lazy thinkers. Yeah. We just want to make money, quick money. Mm -hmm without working our brain, without finding solutions and value value additions. Um, one of the things that we think, not just think, but we put into practice in our own very small way, is a more more equitable distribution of funds among crew. I think we grow when our crew grows. So we need to see more investments. We need to make an effort towards more equitable investments in the welfare of crew. Yeah. Because the better taking care of the crew, the more they can grow and improve in their work, and the better everybody's life can direct us producers. Definitely. I think that um, there needs to be a... People need to... So in general, the industry as a whole needs to embrace diversity in all forms. Uh -huh. So whether it is in the way people distribute their films or in the things that are actually being made. Because the thing is, whenever people say film industry in Nigeria, for some weird reason, everybody's mind just gravitates to um, Nollywood mm -hmm. movies. Most people don't take into consideration that within the Nigerian film industry, there's TV, big TV, there's people making commercials which cost a shitload of money by the way. 
And the thing is, for me, when I look at every value chain, I'm always like, where are we? It's not just about having more value. So it's not just about being in that value chain. It's what part of the value chain are we? More child roles, more like opportunities for people, for children my age, because there's a lot of talents wasting. We switched story for camera. Yeah. I feel like we had better stories back in the day. Again, that again that's a subjective take, very subjective take. But I feel like we had better stories back in the day. So I like yeah, in terms of technicalities and camera work and all that, we worked on that. Packaging is there. We're packaging well good really good. What are we packaging? I don't know. But we're packaging well. I think what we should work on is censorship. I think we are more censored now than we were twenty something years. Yeah. Yes. So do you mean on the government side of things? Gov- government. My version, my, my my version and vision of an industry is something that has checks and balances. Uh, we don't have that. We're just a group of like-minded people that have some resources and our love for film that are making film. You know, like I said, we don't have checks and balances, uh, and the guilds would dictate a lot of this: how many hours you can work. You know, how much you're getting paid, just standardized things. We don't have that. Everybody's dealing however they're dealing, you know, and it could be better. But like I said, I don't think it's an industry yet. It's turning into an industry, which would be great. That one can happen. You know, what we need is to become a better industry. Let's try and get structure. This house was built because there was a structure to it. Yeah. It was designed and executed. If we do not design a structure and execute it, then we would always be where we are and just hoping that, oh yeah, I think we are we are growing, but we're really not growing, yeah. right? So we need to get structure, structure from, from, from production, from the business angle of it, actors being taken care of, directors being taken care of, everybody being taken care of. Yeah, we need to get that structure. And please, let's stop recycling. There's so much talent. What are we doing? Storytelling ability. Everybody on the crew, from the screenwriter to the producer to the cinematographer, the sound guy, everybody needs to understand um, story. Everybody needs to have a deep understanding of story and, of course, of their own craft specifically. I I can't remember what it was I was talking about. I think I was talking about how I wasn't sure I wanted to to be a sound guy or move to camera and stuff. And you said something along the lines of, in Hollywood, if you start with this particular thing, you most likely are going to be stuck there. Yeah. You know, that is, that's because they have they have developed to that point, yeah? So, yeah. I mean, for us, for us, at this stage that we're at, I think we still have a bit of, um, we still have a bit of advantage in the sense that we still have some wiggle room you know, but then we still need to take things up a notch in terms of professionalism and stuff. So I want people to understand filmmaking better, the tools of filmmaking better. We should focus on quality stories and then the investors, like I say, the marketing, the distribution companies and the rest should focus on making the stories, marketing the stories to the best of their abilities. Because if there's no, we need to convince the audience that we're good enough. Yeah. We need to convince the public 
to respect what we do. Because a lot of Nigerian, Nigerians will tell you that they don't watch Nigerian films. I don't blame them. Mm. It's because of what they've seen over time. Sometimes it's so well publicized, but when they come to see it, it's not good enough. So if we, if we can start focusing on quality stories and the distributing companies focusing on making sure that the best stories are the ones that are given a place in the industry, regardless of who makes it yeah. or who made them, that will help. Because if we work together, then the filmmaker will have money to make the next one. And the distribution companies will have money to keep doing the, what they're doing. I've come to the end of this episode. Hope you gain one or two things that um, you know could give you a better understanding and um, make you a better filmmaker. Sadly, this is the last episode that we'll be using the Niger Filmmaker jingle and also the cover art. I'm sure by the time some of you will be listening to this episode, we'll already be using the new cover art. Yeah, I think it has served its purpose and yeah, just with everything, we evolve and try new things and I hope you enjoy and appreciate this new phase that the Niger Filmmaker brand is taking. The new season, season three, is dropping tomorrow, the 28th of January, 2022. And yeah, I have a lot of exciting guests this season, people across all aspects of the film industry's value chain. And I'm sure you'll be pleased to, you know, listen to what these guests have to say. As always, let us know what made this episode special for you? Remember to rate and review the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Selegov Film and the podcast at the Niger Film Pod. You can now support the podcast by visiting our website and making a donation. And now let's listen to the jingle one final time. episode and have a good one.